Welcome to the June Buck Journeys podcast. Uh, oh, you guys. What, this is a way out west edition. Way out west. Way out west. We are so far out west. It's yes, unbelievable. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And you know what? We have electricity, so we can do a podcast. I've been bugging this man to do a podcast for weeks. Well, it's hard to do when you're out boondocking in the middle of nowhere and uh, you want to run all these all this equipment. So, uh, yeah, Here comes yeah, generator. Yeah, generator. Pull a generator out. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> and right now, well, we won't even say where we are. Why not? Well, I guess we can. It's a beautiful uh, national forest, right? Yes, it is. We're in California, mm-hmm. in the San Bernardino National Forest at the uh, Dogwood Campground. That's right. And we have the place to ourselves, which is unbelievable because well, the season weather. the season is over for the most part for well, we found campers. That out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it's perfect. We have uh, a very it's private beautiful. campground. We can't see another person, and we're surrounded by trees. Every window has a view. My sister, Susan, and her husband, Frank, you all know what the Frank, they're on a vacation to Maine right now to see the fall color, and everything is closed. <laughs> they're having this. Kind of like our trip on Route 66. It is. It's it? hilarious. Sorry, you were closed. I wish they did a podcast or a blog because you guys would die laughing. It's... Well, that that's what happens. I think out in, uh, I guess, the, the colonies... Uh, oh God! Yes, <laughs> everything closes. After, yes, pilgrim. <laughs> uh, everything closes after uh, Columbus Day. Man, does it? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to take this cog railway up to the top of Mount Washington in in uh, New Hampshire, and it closed the day before. Oops! <laughs> the day before they got there. Oops! Poor Susan. That's all right. But I'm so happy they're doing a vacation. Yeah, and we're doing one too. Ours is a little bit longer than theirs. How uh, far are we right now from Susan and Frank in Maine? Uh, I really mean it. I don't know. know. Probably 2,500 miles, maybe 3,000 miles. Wow. And my brother Yale is in Texas right now. So we are all out of Indianapolis. Yes. The city breathes a sigh of relief. Indeed. So here we are in California, and we've had a long trip to get here, but we're at our destination. That's true. We uh, started our trip. What's uh, this trip for, Bob? uh, This is for my 50th high school reunion. I have never attended a reunion before for my class. And uh, it should be interesting. Yes, it will. So uh, we're gonna we're making the trek out here to attend the reunion, and then I can't believe we actually home. did it. I mean, we talked about it. We were gonna fly out, and then we're like, well, why not do a June bug trip and go all the way across, make it to the west? So, so. it was well planned uh, many many months ago, and everything started the week that our great friend Marty Brenneman yeah. retired. Uh, from the Reds. Man. And it was uh, one celebration after another, and we had to miss Marty's last broadcast at home because we were on the road. We had to get on the road or we wouldn't make it in time. We, right. we basically timed the trip out to get here for the reunion, which is just in a few days. So so we uh, listened to his uh, his final yeah. broadcast on the road, and then... Uh, we were in Missouri. Sent him our best wishes. I think we were in Missouri or Kansas when we heard his final broadcast, and we wore our T-shirts honoring him mm-hmm. we never dress alike no well, you know that's that Bob forbidden absolutely <laughs> forbidden once i walked in in an orange t-shirt and becky was wearing an orange sweater and i went oh, and changed and i will exactly. i will not you won't do it hey look at that couple over there look at those man is people. he a pussy <laughs> no so, no i'm i'm not wearing the same clothes that you wear sorry but that day we did just to honor we did marty just to honor, honor marty so and we love marty and amanda and, no, uh, no, no hi guys Maybe they're listening. Maybe not. No, I think Marty's probably uh, having a cocktail somewhere under the sun. Uh, He's officially retired. He is officially retired, and uh, I love the man. And 
Uh, The best of luck to him. And we couldn't leave on our trip until after Marty's golf tournament. Right. So that set our timing off just a little bit, too. So maybe next year, Marty, have it a little earlier. Next year, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I mean, he can have it. uh, We're not going to California next year. No, we're not. Okay. Uh, So uh, everything started, uh, I guess, that week in uh, late September. Mm Mm-hmm. And here we are in late October. Yeah. And uh, we've had uh, quite a few experiences uh, that uh, are very memorable. They have been. And we have seen some beautiful places. Oh, my gosh. So I can't wait to tell you all about it. Let's Um, put it this way. I think our our trip to uh, from uh, Indianapolis to Los Angeles is about, I think, a 1,700-mile drive. Wow. Most of it on curvy roads. Are you ready for this? (laughs) No. We've put on our truck over 4,000 miles Wait. since we left. So, okay, 4,000 on the truck, 1,700 of it is destination. Yes. And the rest, 2,300? Was all day trips. Oh, my gosh. Going, so. <laughs> We've driven around a lot. So when you get to a place, you know, you've been driving all day, you get to a place, now you drive some more. And we, uh, have, yeah. we've... Uh, We've added a lot of miles on it. We did some incredible scenic drives, and I hope you'll go to the website, junebugjourneys.com. There you go. And see all the photos, because, man, I'm proud of them. We took good pictures. We've got drone footage. Bob's going to work on a neat video. And there's just so much to see. Take this trip, you guys. Do it. It's a good one. Well, I mean... uh, It really is. I know, but some people may not want to come out, miss. They may want to go south or north or east. Well, I'm telling them to come out here. All right. (laughs) So the way I kind of plotted out the trip, because that's my job, is uh, I took a week. I added a week in Colorado, a week in Utah, and roughly 10 days in California. Mm -hmm. And then we were loose with the arrival times. But we had to be in Southern California by date X. So in between, we just hurried on to Colorado because that was the last western state on our patch board. Right, we, that we but didn't we have. figured uh, we'd get to these destinations, stay a week in Colorado, a week in Utah, and then uh, maybe uh, ten days covering all of California. <laughs> yeah, it feels like we did. But you know what? It's not long enough. No, it is. It's not long enough to have a week in Colorado. We left off most of Colorado. Yeah, it's, we did, actually. Well, because we found the ultimate spot. We did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's go back. Let's, go, let's start in Colorado. Well, Our let's first... start in Missouri. Why is that? We went to Marceline. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Disney place. Yeah. Well, no, it's the, the depot place. Well, it's where Walt it's Disney, where Walt Disney where was, was born. born and grew up, right? Yes. But it's also a place where your family worked. My family all worked in this Marceline, Missouri depot. And I saw it from the highway. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's Marceline. Let's go. So we took, did we even take a detour? I think we did. Yes, we did. A short little detour off the highway. And went to the Marceline depot and took pictures and saw the Disney artifacts. I was more interested in just. But they'd taken the depot that your dad worked in and your brother brother and your sister sister worked in. And turned it into Disney's uh, museum. Yes, it is. You're yes. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not really a railroad museum, but it's cool. It's a beautiful building, beautiful old brick building. Mm-hmm. So we, that was our first little tourist stop. Right. Right. And then we. But it wasn't our first camping stop. 
No, we just kind of hightailed it through Missouri and Kansas. Although mm-hmm. we did stay at the Prairie Dog State Park in Kansas. Lovely. Not one prairie dog to uh, be found. I was going to set you up for a funny line. <laughs> Never mind. What was that? Oh, it was about how many prairie dogs there are in Prairie Dog State Park. Zero. Zero. Yeah. That's right. But it was a nice little state park. Beautiful, grassy. And I think Bob really enjoyed the last stretches of straight, flat, Highway, just gorgeous prairie with grasses mm-hmm. and. I didn't know I was going to enjoy them so much until we got to Colorado. Uh, well, yeah. yeah, Colorado and California. We left the interstate. Actually, we didn't take the interstate. We took Route Thirty Six. That's right. So we never have really driven the interstate, just briefly where we had to get on or off. But we got into Colorado, and that was the end of the straight roads, the flat roads. Mm-hmm. It's been curvy and hilly and mountainy ever since. So yes. about three weeks of just. Bob working out Uphill, the arms. Uphill, downhill, yeah. left, right, left, right, left, Curves, right. Curves, hairpin turns. Oh, oh my, my gosh. There was a couple of them I didn't think we were going to make. And, he... <laughs> and I couldn't tell that to Becky because she would have just screamed. <laughs> and I don't need that. No. But he towed the June bug up. I mean, you can't even believe it. He towed it on the million-dollar highway in Colorado. Oh, that's a, uh, after, at first, that was a pretty hairy drive. But, right. But since... Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. No, it's a piece of cake. He's been through so like, many roads. That's the easiest road we've driven when <laughs> yeah. I stop and think about it. I think it. you're right, yes. So, yeah, there's some. Uh, we've had some incredible drives, um, most of them in, uh, in California. And most of them with no guardrail. Yeah, I've noticed that. California and, uh, and Utah. Uh, Utah and Colorado yeah, are all saving tax dollar monies <laughs> uh, by not putting guardrails up mm-hmm. on some of the uh, hairiest roads out there. Yeah, it really is unbelievable. And you just get used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, kind of. I was leaning in a lot, like leaning toward Bob as if that was going to keep the keep the vehicle up on the mountain. But It helps. Yeah. It does. We took some video that kind of gives me vertigo to watch. It's different when you're in the car, but when you look at a video of it, like, oh, my gosh, Bob. I know. It's amazing. It was scary. Well, it's a long way down there yeah. if you... Uh, Fall asleep at the wheel, which some people are known to do. Uh, Who's that? Uh, you. Uh, it could. Uh, yeah, there's a reason he doesn't let me drive. That's right. You know, I'm tired. I think I'll take a nap. Bob won't notice. <laughs> okay, I've had only two mm-hmm. or three, maybe. Falling See, asleep. See, that's at hard the to wheel. remember when you're I, sleeping, isn't it? <laughs> I think I have fallen asleep at the wheel three times. Only one was bad, where well, I went off the road. And they're had, all bad if you're asleep at the wheel. Well, not if you're at a red light. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> With I your guess. kids in the back seat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I'm like, I'll take my foot off the clutch, just put it in neutral, and just kind of sit for a second. <laughs> no one will notice. Yeah, and then go. my head nods forward. <laughs> I wake up and realize both of my sons are in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I can't drive on these roads. Sadly, no. he won't let me. He's mean. It's smart. It's a yeah. smart, smart move. Yeah. Uh, so we. Uh, Went to Colorado, was our ultimate yes. first destination. What was our big goal, Bob? To stop in the Anvil Campground off of Highway 550, the million-dollar highway. Is that what it's called, 550? Yeah. And, it's uh, between yeah. Ore, Ore and, and Silverton, Silverton is the highway. Yes, and, and it's then gorgeous. And this beautiful National Forest campground that's free camping and I had seen it on Campendium, hat tip to campendium.com. It's a great site. Man, great site for campers. Go to that site. Support them. Just there. It's a really worthwhile resource for us. But we had been eyeing Anvil Campground for months. 
and fingers crossed and hoping and fingers crossed and hoping and thought, well, it's going to be packed. It's beautiful. The aspens are all golden right now. It was color season there, yes. So we drove, let's see, we drove down from our campground up north one day just to check it out, remember? Yes, we were at Ridgeway yes. State Park, stayed there uh, couple for nights. a couple nights yeah. to uh, get used to the altitude, yeah. for one. Yeah. And uh, we made the drive and it was beautiful. Saw, saw the places we wanted to see. And we drove into Anvil Campground, which was way down a very, you know, kind of not rough, but a, a forest road. It's just a gravel road. Yeah, dusty. And we turned into Anvil and it was empty. Mm-hmm. And so then we knew we had 24 hours to hope and pray that nobody took the site before we got it. And the next day we hitched up bright and early. Got on the Million Dollar Highway, Bob towed the June bug all the way down. It was about, what, an hour and a half at the know. most? I don't know. It's a slow, it's a slow drive. Yeah, I you mean. have to go slow. Yeah. <laughs> and then we pulled into that campground, and I'm not kidding. He let me out to go walk in, see if it was empty before we pulled in. And I was dancing when I saw it empty. I came dancing out to the truck. We're I looked ridiculous. Happy. We were so happy. Got the spot we wanted, uh, and it was glorious. Camping. When you see the pictures, you'll know why we wanted it so much. We the were Aspens. On, uh, oh. On Mineral Creek. Yes, right along the water. And it was great. All by ourselves. No power. No, you know, we just used our solar and our generator. And nobody else there. And then a couple people would come in for like one night and leave and another night and leave. But we mostly had it alone. And then we met a guy who was in an airstream, mm-hmm. tucked away across the creek. We could sort of barely see the shine of the aluminum. And I walked over there, of course, because I was curious. A beautiful vintage airstream. And he wandered over to the creek one evening, and his name was Breck. And we met him and liked him and invited him for a whiskey, which we never do. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Interesting character. Yeah, he good really guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyhow, we ended up seeing two other airstreams, and I really got lucky and timed it. When they departed, I was able to film them leaving the campground across a bridge, across this little mineral creek, and it's cool footage. Yeah, I it saw, really is. Saw one little Bambi leave, and then saw Breck leave, and then Bob timed it so that I stayed in the campsite while he towed the June bug out to the street or road. And I filmed us leaving, so I have video footage of three different airstreams leaving. It's mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. You have to see it on the website. I'm just tooting my own horn. It was well done, honey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we uh, we uh, went and visited Silverton, Colorado, which we were very close to. What a great old uh, so great cool. old town. Uh, Gold mining town with a with a steam train that comes from Durango. Oh. That was. Uh, it's called the Narrow Gauge Railroad. It's pretty cool. And my brother Yale had said, you have to ride the Narrow Gauge. You have to. So we worked for several days while we were at Anvil. We tried to figure out how we could do it. But we had Vera have Vera with us. And she's not allowed on the train, of course. Right. And there's nothing else we could do with her. So what could we do? It's a whole day deal when you ride that train. It's a round trip. So we trip. went uh, to Silverton and greeted the train. It's arrival to uh, Silverton. We were foamers. Uh, yes, as <laughs> Frank calls uh, people who are train, I guess. Buffs. Buffs. Yeah. They foam at the mouth whenever they see a train go by. And, and they did exactly, we did exactly what they do. And they're dubbed foamers. And they, we did what they do, stand along the tracks with yep. our cameras yep. and our video cameras yep. and captured them going by. Oh, so much fun, though. Really It fun. really was. A yeah. lot of fun. Great, uh, that's... It just feels like you're in the Old West. It did. And Silverton is the coolest town. 
We went, ended up going down to Durango thinking, oh, cool, another one of those cool old mining towns. No, it's a city. Mm-hmm. It's like it has a Walmart and stuff. It didn't have the, to me, the personality of the character of Silverton. Silverton was spectacular. No, it's just a small little town with, a, I think, one paved road. <laughs> yeah, she called it the blacktop they when I have, asked for directions. Don't have a traffic light. Nope, it's cool. It really was. Coffee shops and little gift shops and a railroad memorabilia shop, which we liked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was yeah, really great fun. Stop. Neat. Then after uh, Anvil, we, uh, moved, we uh, moved to Utah, didn't we? I think we did go directly yeah. to Utah. We had taken a little detour to Salida, Colorado, to see my high school, actually junior high friend, Debbie. Oh, that's Remember? right. Oh, sure. Just for a day. What did we... We just drove over there. We didn't... Uh... No, we had the June bug, Bob. Oh, that's right. I parked it in their yard. It was on our way down. That's right. I don't know. We parked it in their yard and went into town in Salida. Cool little town. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. I'm sure there's camping around there. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure there is. It's gorgeous. Beautiful area. Yeah. So that's another little spot for you to put on your list. So we stopped there. Uh, That was a few hours. And then uh, we headed to Utah to the Valley of the Gods. Yes. What a great spot. Uh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, wow. Red okay. dust everywhere. Yes. Yeah. It's a, I'm a red dust girl now, like Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, man. Vera was red. We, we bought this thing called a mud puppy thing. What is that called? It's a canister you stick your dog's feet in <laughs> uh, and, and wash them, and it works. It worked. It has, like, little fingers that stick out or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to describe it. I'll put it on the website if any of you are interested. I'm sure you're just... Dying, dying. To know. It's like I've got to see this thing. Yeah. No, but we had to clean her paws a couple of times because she was just gross, and tracking it in on our beautiful floors and our beautiful you know. white floors. Don't get me started, uh, husband, who me? picked a trailer with yeah, white I a trailer. Well, so what? <laughs> it gets a little dusty, so we had to be kind of diligent about it. But we stayed there for a few days. I don't remember how long. That had uh, many adventures. We went up oh, the gorgeous. Moki uh, Moki yeah. Dugway. Moki Dugway. The uh, I don't know oh. who built this road. It was like a mining. Uh, it's a mi- old mining road that yeah. you can drive up, and man, talk about scary. Oh, my. It was the scariest road I think I've ever been on. That was, but very cool. There was a guy in front of us, pretty far in front of us, but he was towing a trailer, like a camping trailer. And they, there are many signs as you're getting to the <laughs> Moki Dugway that says, really, don't, don't. Yeah. Call a trailer. I think it said it didn't just say not recommended. It I just said, said not recommended. Well, not recommended. It was, yes. Okay. So if you go over the edge, but I mean, they, you know, when they put you. the sign "not recommended" like four times before you get yeah. there, you would think that okay, maybe if I'm hauling a trailer, I shouldn't go up this way. And it's cool. Oh my. It is worth driving up. The views of Monument, not Monument Valley, the Valley, Valley of, of the, the Gods. Gods. The yeah. views are so cool to see all the buttes from up, up, really up high, and uh, just a rough. Road, there was a pavement in parts, right? Not on the Moki Dugway. Not it on the started Dugway. with pavement, and then it was gravel all oh, the way. No guardrails. Oh, there was one turn that uh, was asphalt because it probably washed out a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. Or maybe some guy with a trailer. Who knows? Went over the edge yeah, there. Could have been. So. No, beautiful. Uh, very Super exciting. fun. Very exciting. And I was really proud of Bob for doing it. And then we went into uh, Mexican Hat, Utah. Oh, cool. Great little town. Great food at the restaurant. At the, at the, what was that called? Darn it. I don't remember. That hat restaurant. I'm going to look it up. Oh, it's called a hat restaurant? (laughs) Oh, the other thing I see it here, Mudbuster. 
Mudbuster, that's the hand washer for Vera. Okay. A paw washer. Mudbuster. It's called Hat Rock Cafe. Okay. And fantastic food, great service. There was very few people there, so I don't know if it was the off... I mean, it is pretty it much is off season. the off season. But our server, a Navajo gal named Keshmas, her name uh, means Christmas in Navajo. Mm-hmm. We just chatted with her a little bit. I had uh, some delicious... Navajo fry bread for lunch, breakfast, lunch, and Bob had his regular old breakfast. It was delicious, and we went back the next day because it was that good. It really was. Well, we (laughs) struck up a conversation with her. I wanted to know about fry bread and how you make it, and she started to explain the whole recipe, which is simple. I'm sure it takes skill, but it's simple ingredients. And she said, oh, I'll come to your campsite. I'll bring the ingredients. I'll bring the flour and the... I'm like, what is she? What? This is this is when we were camping <laughs> on at Goosenecks State Park. Oh yeah, Park. we had moved on to a new campsite. We moved to the rim of this canyon that oh. it's pretty frightening. A thousand feet drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we had moved. It's only a few miles, right, from Valley from of the Valley Gods. From Valley of the Gods, a very quick drive. We found this awesome campsite way out along the rim, super rough road to get there. But it was close enough for us to go back to town and have yes. breakfast again at the uh Hat Rock Cafe. Mm-hmm. Hat Rock Cafe. So Keshmas, we saw her again, and she was talking about the Navajo fry bread, and she said, I'll bring you some. I know where Goosenecks is. And we're like, she's not going to come to our She's not going to come to our campsite. She, she said, you know, if campsite? I'm not doing anything around 6 o'clock, I'll come by. Well, we're, uh, we're at the <laughs> so, campsite at 6 o'clock, then it's 7 o'clock, then it's 8 o'clock. And, and it's literally... It's dark. There are no lights there. There's a thousand foot drop right outside our door. I mean, just... Ten feet from our door. So we, there's a, a no show, and then all of a sudden, uh, after dark, uh, at oh, about way after dark, I don't know, about nine thirty or nine thirty, uh, headlights pull up. Oh my gosh, that scared me. We're going. Who in the world is this? Then I heard honk. Like, wait, someone is honking. Is this the police? Bob, get the firearm. First of all, that's the first thing she thinks. Why would the police <laughs> want to come visit us? We've done no, nothing I illegal. I didn't know. Maybe there was a crisis or, you know, no. there's a reason they want you to move. Oh, or... yeah. You have to move because the uh, the canyon's uh, crumbling. Well, that's no. what you're expecting, right? No, but nobody comes to visit you in a no, no, pitch they don't. dark campsite. So why would be... I so we uh, yeah. opened the door, and there is Keshmas. Well, I said, get, grab your firearm. Get the firearm. I was like, going to grab the firearm. What if it is the police? Then they're going to shoot back. <laughs> so, uh, and it's uh, it's Keshmas with the fry bread. And her husband, Javier. Yes. And they came to visit us in the pitch dark, miles and miles from their home, and down the most rough gravel road along the rim. They drove out there. She had in her hand hot, fresh fry bread mm-hmm. for me. I could not believe it. It it's was very nice. so wonderful. So thank you, Keshmas, if you hear this. I doubt she will, but it's possible. Thank you, thank you. It was so sweet. It was great. But the funny thing about it is they were visiting us while we had the generator going, and Bob had the Dodgers on for the playoffs. I don't know what And the game. Colts game. And the Colts game was playing on the iPad. So and the Colts were actually winning a game. It was I think it was they were No, uh, it wasn't the Kansas City game, but Yes, I think it was, Bob. Was it? Yeah, oh. because we won the game and it was so unexpected, right? 
It must have been, yeah. I think it was the Kansas City game. I think it was. And we're our, we were watching like watching a tennis match. We were sitting watching the TV for baseball and the iPad for football, and it was coming down to the wire in both games. So exciting! And then we heard honk, honk, <laughs> knock at the door. Like, what? Yeah, so we had a nice visit for an hour and a half. And visited. And it was uh, I don't remember. Uh, seeing the end of the game, we didn't get either to see one. the end of either no. game, which was fine because I got fresh hot fry yes, bread. Did. It was, a, and it was a very pleasant visit. Yeah, it really was. So, yeah, she was fantastic. So, thank you, thank you. So, we moved <laughs> from uh, Goosenecks State Park and oh, yeah. went to the tourist trap. Oh boy! Well, you know, we my sister told me we had to go there, the Four Corners. The Four Corners. Tell us about it, Bob. It's where uh, you went there as a child. What when was it I went, like? when I went as a child? Uh, there was a stone monument showing you that you know, where each of the corners of the states touched. Which states, Bob? Let's do a geography lesson. Uh, let's see. Is it Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Arizona? Boo. New Mexico? Yes. Okay. Gosh, do you know your uh, state? No, I we're don't know. We're here. Oh, are we? We were there. I know we were there. I Nevada didn't memorize is, the states. Nevada is like a little corner. You a know where tiny. the four squares come yes. together? Oh, brother. So, yeah, they, uh, all, they all gathered. Yes. Together in this one little little spot. And there was an old stone monument when I was a kid. And now it's a great big uh, tourist trap, all cemented. It costs to get in. Yeah, there's an admission fee, five bucks a person. It's on the reservation. And it is a tourist trap. It's so weird. It's built up beautiful, I guess. I mean, it used to be maybe, or I don't know. But the bathrooms looked like an architect designed them. They were lovely. Well, there's no order. water. Out of order, big hand-printed signs, no water, out of order, and banners hung around like uh, construction tape to block you off from going into the bathrooms. It's it the just was tacky and It just wasn't weird. I was, I was wasn't disappointed. My thing. No. And then once you get in there, there's a, a lineup of booths selling jewelry and handmade items from the reservation, I assume. But the very few people were there, and very few booths were open. That yeah, was the off-season, I'm off sure. Off-season. But I was disappointed, very disappointed. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. So. wasn't what we hoped. So but, we stayed for you know, uh, all of five minutes, and then yeah, moved on around. and uh, headed to our next destination. And I don't remember uh, what that was. I just was. got an alert on my wristwatch. It says, a fire weather watch for current location is in effect. Uh, well, uh, this Do we is, need to shut this down? Uh, this is, uh, I think it means that, the conditions are uh, good guys. for a fire. Okay. There, it's not. Uh, there's not a. If there was a fire, we would be. Uh, Someone would come honking. Yes. <laughs> Someone would with, come with, honking. With uh, fire hot bread. I hope they would have fry bread. Yes. Seriously. Okay. Well, then I'll. Okay. Are you sure your location is uh, correct well, on your phone? It's not Indianapolis, is it? Well, sometimes <laughs> it happens. Uh, uh, these wristwatches that. Not that talk to you sometimes aren't <laughs> correct. Not a lot of forest fires at home, honey. No, no, they're not. No. All so right. anyhow, <laughs> so we uh, we moved on to was it Lone Pine? Moab, baby. Oh, that's right. Moab. Moab to we the were horse skip farm. It. Remember, we were going to skip it. Yep. That's we thought true. it'd be too crowded. Just going to be so crowded. All we heard was how many people. And even go. I guess what you would consider the off season for travelers, it was crowded. Yeah, surprisingly. But it was also beautiful weather. Yes. Perfect temperature. It really was. And so we went to uh, Arches. Okay. Now I'm hearing a siren in a national forest. Well, that's okay, not, you guys. That's not a good sign. <laughs> no. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to pause for a minute, and we'll come right back. Oh, my Maybe. Gosh. I don't know. 
Well, welcome back uh, to the June Bug Journeys podcast. We've decided to podcast while Rome burns. So <laughs> crisis averted. We're um, alive. For it was now. indeed a siren, but we don't know. Could have been an ambulance. Could have been anything. But there's no smoke. There's I didn't no, smell smoke. There's no fire right now, but the well, conditions are right for fire. It did say extremely high, like on the. They have like these Yogi Bear signs at every national forest mm-hmm. with the fire danger. And this one was extremely high or something like that. So, well. and they asked, they asked, they asked us to, uh, after we unhitched, to back the truck in so that we're always ready to leave at a moment's notice for fire. Yes. So that kind of added to my stress there when I got the alert. So, but it's all, it's all good. As far as we know, uh, <laughs> we're fine. As far as we know. So we'll continue on our journey to <laughs> yes. Moab. Yes. So we had heard that Moab was super crowded all the time, and we just took it off our list completely until... Uh, until we found out that our friends, uh, Jeff and Natasha, were working at a horse ranch uh, just outside of Moab in the Spanish Valley. Yep. And uh, we wanted, uh, we went and... Stayed there for they a couple days. They pressured us into coming up. So we, uh, and we, we did it. Headed on out. I can't believe we were going to miss it. It's so awesome up in great. Moab. Really There's was. a reason it's crowded because it's spectacular. Mm-hmm. And w- the horse ranch where they are working um, provided us with a full hookup campsite right in the middle of the horse ranch. Of the horse ranch. There's yeah. horses all around. They're, they're working them, they're exercising them, they're grooming them, riding them. We just sat there and watched horses. It was so great. It really was. Beautiful little spot. So um, I'll actually put a link to that because the guy, um, Christoph was his name. I've forgotten his last name. He uh, runs this this uh, training facility for the horses and riders, and he offers a couple of campsites through Hip Camp. So I'll put a link. Okay. Yeah, it was neat. It we was a great experience. We went into Arches, and then oh. we uh, did a drive along the Colorado River, which was spectacular. Oh. Yeah. What highway was that? Uh, I don't remember. or something. something like that. Ah. But it goes along the Colorado River both directions from Moab, east and west. Oh, just we gorgeous. We drove both. Beautiful. We let Vera dip her toes in the river. She actually swam a little bit mm-hmm. close to shore because the current out in the middle is very fast. It's pretty rapid. Beautiful. Bob did a little bit of drone footage in there. Yeah, got it a little bit. Yeah. So uh, it was a, a great stop, and I'm glad we did. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Arches oh. was spectacular. Yes, it's beautiful. It's I, I think it's one of my favorite national parks. Could be. I mean, we've seen a lot this trip, a lot of national parks out west. Yeah. But, man, it's beautiful. We found this neat little hole-in-the-wall cave with an arch in it, and it's sandy. So it was like a little, I don't know. It was I, a cowboy hideout. A cowboy hideout it was is great. what it seemed like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it really was in real life. They could hide the gold in there. Sure they Perfect could Perfect spot for the mm-hmm. bank robbers it to go. Great. It was really neat. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, every corner, every place we looked. We could have spent a, another day or two there, but we decided to stay on schedule. Yeah. And uh, we moved on from there and went to Lone Pine, California. Oh, man, that was the other place on our list. We had two, really two places we wanted to go, and that was Anvil in Colorado, which we've discussed, and Lone Pine. And everything else was gravy. If we could get Mm -hmm. a good spot at Anvil and we could get a good spot at Lone Pine, we would have felt like everything was a success. And so far, everything's been a success. Oh, man. 
What a great spot. Oh, our friends, uh, Gary and Cosette Myers from home, uh, she's a singer from the Fun Girls Mm -hmm. um, that I sing with, and she and her husband had come out to Lone Pine, I assume they flew, um, to visit the Wild West Film Museum. That's right. Is that what it's called? Yes, and we happened to pick the weekend that uh, was the... Wild West Film Festival. Yeah, we thought, oh my God, it's going to be so crowded. Oh my God. No. And it, it wasn't crowded. No, there were plenty of people. but And plenty of spots to camp out in oh. the uh, the uh, BLM lands. We wandered around these, it's called the Alabama Hills, right next to the Sierra Nevada Range. Oh. <laughs> right at the, uh, I guess, uh, at the foot of Mount Whitney. Just right. I mean, we just stared at Mount Whitney for three days. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. We went into town a couple times. I wrote some postcards and used their post office so they'd have Lone Pine for the postmark. But um, we ate in town a couple times. Oh, funny story there. Because of the rolling blackouts in California. Oh, that's right. We were uh, (laughs) uh, having breakfast at this great little cafe. And all of a sudden, uh, just as we ordered, the place went dark. And they have these rolling blackouts, apparently, uh, which <laughs> is, uh, the, I guess it's a new fad in and California. The, the waitress said, well, it could be 20 minutes. It could be two hours. We're like, well, you, we ordered. What should we do? Can we have a... She goes, so just wait. It might come back on. And uh, luckily, what we ordered uh, was uh, could be done on the grill, and it was a gas grill. So uh, we still got our order. They still gave us our food, which was great. And uh, just as we finished our meal... Uh, the power came back on so we could pay. <laughs> I think that <laughs> was, was the... Uh... That was part of the attraction. Yeah, that's exactly it really right. Was. So, so it, it worked out great, but we ate there a couple of times because the food was so good. Really good, really terrific homemade everything. It's called the Alabama Hills Cafe. And we in popped Long into uh, the museum to yeah. see some of the great films that have been shot in Lone Pine. Yeah. Oh, tell about that because you downloaded some too. I uh, downloaded um, uh, Bad Day at Black Rock, uh, Spencer Tracy. Uh, Not it great. Was, Not it great. was okay. <laughs> uh, Nevada Smith, which is a Steve McQueen. Uh, we have yet to watch it, but I uh, downloaded that. And uh, all of the uh, westerns I watched as a kid, the old Lone Ranger and Hopalong Cassidy, all of those were filmed yeah. in Lone Pine, California. Oh. And there's just, I'm sure, hundreds more yeah. of these rocks are so familiar. And they're so photogenic with the, with the Sierra Nevada peaks behind. I guess oh. the, the most recent may have been Django Unchained. Yes. Uh, Quentin Tarantino movie was filmed out there. Oh, also uh, Iron Man. Uh, Iron, Iron Man. Man. The, there was yeah, a scene. One of the episodes, uh, I think it was first the one, I think. very first episode. Uh, first film, very first scene, is him in uh, Lone Pine. We have yet to watch that one again to see it. Right. Uh, but there's uh, just tons of oh. movies that have been filmed out there because it is the perfect backdrop. Yeah. Wait for, till you see these pictures, you guys. Western. Go oh. to the website and see them because very cool. it's cool. It really is. And that's junebugjourneys.com. That's right. That <laughs> so we correct. stayed in uh, the Alabama Hills there for a few days of boondocking in a perfect little location. And then one day we took a drive. We're like, oh, they have this road called the Whitney Portal. Let's take that. It Let's probably, go. probably goes to the base of Mount Whitney. Well, we were, from, our, uh, from our campsite, we could see this road that kind of climbed up the mountain toward uh, yeah. uh, Mount Whitney. We assume that was and a we jeep said, trail. Uh, it must be a jeep trail or a trail that hikers take uh, to get up to start their <laughs> climb. So we jump on the road and make oh. the journey 
on another curvy road. Oh, so curvy. And we made it to, I think we were up at 9,500 feet elevation, which was the start of the trail to climb Mount Whitney. Yeah, for the hikers who are going to the peak, to the summit, uh, that's where they start. So there's little campgrounds all around full of tents of of people who are going to hike to the top. There's a little shop. uh, When we took off uh, on the road... It was 72 degrees in Lone Pine. Yeah, so what are we wearing? And you know, uh, t-shirts. shorts, T-shirts. And when we got to ah. the uh, 9,500 uh, elevation level, ah. it was 40, 45 no, degrees. I think it was colder than that, Bob. No, it was in the 40s. It was but low was 40s. Ice. Well, there was ice on a waterfall, but yeah. that was because of the night before when I'm sure it was well below zero. I think he's wrong. I think it was like 28 or something. No, it was in the 40s. He's, it was uh, it was the heat of the day, honey. <laughs> Man, <laughs> but I, it was it cold. It was amazing the uh, the change in climate. We were not prepared for it. No, so we uh, you know Beautiful. visited up there and oh. had a great time. Then we had to drive back down the mountain. Beautiful, which is just as curvy. Yes, uh, but now you're going down the mountain, and, <laughs> and uh, your brakes and, yeah, and oh. oh, it's just incredible. Man, he I, did a lot of mountain driving oh on this my trip. God. I really did. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. good, you did a good job. So we I kept spent, saying you're doing a great job. But the cool thing about it is we were on uh, the east side of the Sierra Nevadas. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to do drive up the east side, which we had also taken out of our itinerary. Oh, right. We were going to skip Yosemite also because of the crowds. So crowded. Oh, it's going to be so crowded. Oh, and, and, so and we it, left it off the list. Then we decided, oh, we're going to visit our friends, <laughs> Mike and Joanne Ludlam. We kept adding stops. And they're in Placerville, California. So, <coughs> all right, let's go up and see them. And then we'll uh, jump on up to Yosemite. Well, we did Yosemite on the way, Bob. We, so we go up through Bishop. And if you go through Bishop, California, you got to stop at the Eric Shat or Shot, whatever, bakery. Spectacular. I'm sure it's Shat. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but they have this incredible bakery. Oh, I yeah. would go, I'll dream of it when we're home. I'll dream about it. It's incredible and packed with tourists. Yes. But, uh, but we stopped there. Well worth the stop. Well and worth. headed up to. Uh, to drive across Yosemite. Yes. And we drove across Yosemite and had... With the June bug. Yes. Through the park. With curvy roads. Curvy, curvy, curvy roads. And we made it to the canyon. We went to all the, the valley. way down into the Yosemite Valley, mm-hmm. which is exactly what you've been told. It's spectacular. It really is. It took... I mean, I'm not kidding. We both just... Oh, when you first see it, you it's... Oh, it's just beautiful. And there were very few cars on the road. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I had seen pictures. We came in from the east side, and I don't think many people enter uh, the park but from the east. But then when you come into the valley, everybody goes on oh, the yeah. same road. Oh, I know. But and I had seen photos getting to of, the valley was uh, pretty nice. Yeah, it was. It was practically empty mm-hmm. for a lot of the time. But when we got into the valley, I had seen pictures of back uh, bumper to bumper traffic going right. into the valley. People stopping their cars to take pictures, and it looked like a nightmare. Like, nope, that doesn't interest us. Well, we had it to ourselves. There were just a few there other There was a cars. few folks there, but nothing like what no. we had imagined. Worth it. Just so beautiful. Right. So uh, we made just that a day trip. Yeah. Just driving through. Just passing and, through. Uh, then turned, head back to uh, Placerville, and that is oh. the Kirby Road capital of the world right there. And that I, was not like a national <laughs> no, park. it's just... It's just their roads. Just the way it's built. 
It's just the way that, because uh, it's an old mining area, yep. super old west, mm-hmm. like the gold rush and these little towns all along the highway. Curvy, 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 hilly, 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 gorgeous, and evidently just mining towns. That, but the that best thing up. about that, it was a great training for me <laughs> before we got to Sequoia and Kings yes. Canyon. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. talk about curvy roads. Yes. Whew, man. Yeah. It's something uh, else. It really is. Yeah. It is. It, it's truly incredible. We did... Uh, Scenic. Oh, my God. Uh, it just it blows you away what, what we saw. Hey, we saw... We saw a family of bear. Yeah, you got to you got to go to the website for that, or see it on Twitter. Bob did tweet a video. Yeah, we uh, I put a GoPro on the hood of the truck, and as we were going back to our campsite, hey, a bear popped out. I caught it on video. Also, when we were at, uh, was it the General Sherman tree? General Grant. No, no I think it was the Sherman. General Sherman tree. When we were walking, uh, one of those biggins. Yeah. We were walking down to maybe the Round Meadow. Yeah, the Big Tree Trail or something like that. And yeah. all of a sudden, Becky goes, bears! And I turn around and I turn my video <laughs> camera on and there's a mother and her two cubs just walking right and there's a where dude we are. with his children, like not even 30 feet from he's, us. He's not even paying attention to his children. He's videotaping. He's filming these bears yeah. and these bears... Must not have been more than 20 feet They were from a lot him. closer to them than they were us. And he didn't even reach out to touch his son's shoulder or say, hey, bud, stay behind. Nothing. Hey, he, it's because bears. people care more about taking video than they do about protecting themselves. But Crazy. the bears are just moving on. They weren't there to harm anyone. They no. were just moving on to... Uh, they're just loping along. Where, where they're going. Yeah, just um, looking for food. Looking for some chow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so no, we, it was pretty exciting. Yeah. It really was. Sequoia and Kings Canyon. I think between the two, I might say Kings Canyon. I don't know, Bob. There's something ah. I know. Kings Canyon is gorgeous. When you get down into that canyon, it yeah. truly is amazing. But seeing the sequoias. The sequoias, though, yeah. They are spectacular. Yeah. They really are. We tried a lot of different methods for being able to photograph them. But, you know, they, it doesn't do them justice. No, it's hard to, to show you how big they are. We got no. a couple of shots with uh, Becky in front of the tree or me next to the tree. The, the obligatory it's, shot yeah, that you know, everybody you does. You have to have but, put some scale to it. Yeah. And uh, you just... You really you, need to go there in you person. stand next to them, it's yeah. truly amazing. There's no way to convey it in all these... Even though they're beautiful pictures that we were able to capture, but you cannot no. capture how amazing they are and nope. how huge. But super fun. The General Sherman was the one that was... There's too many people lined up to take their picture. That's kind of dumb. That's also the know? one where you have to hike down Ugh. to the tree. Yeah. And I think elevation there is 7,000 plus feet. Yes. It was a long way down. There are warnings to let you know that, hey, it's going to be very difficult for you to get back up. Like, this isn't just a path to a tree, people. They let you know the high elevation is harder than you think. And so I actually graciously offered to pick my husband up from the bottom. Because I am now... Recovering again from my third bout of pneumonia. Right. And it's, I couldn't make it up. I could barely make it up. And I'm relatively fit for 61. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, I do a lot of walking around and hiking and stuff. And I had to stop a couple times and wait, kind of let my heart rate go back down. Get your breath. Breathe. Because I wasn't used to the elevation. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's quite a hike. Yeah, gorgeous. But, you know, it's a lot of tourists. But the, uh, I think uh, if you're going to look at 
the, I guess, Sherman or Grant tree. I'd go to the Grant I tree. I would, too. It's much more natural in its setting. And uh, and the General Grant is where that Circle Meadow is. Is it? Yeah, where, it's oh, great. boy, beautiful. Just a really remote uh, walk. It's not really a hike. It's long, probably half a mile or something. Yeah. But worth it because there are very few people out there, so we felt like we had it to ourselves, and you could kind of imagine how John Muir must have been when he was first finding these areas and just overwhelmed with the beauty and the grandeur. It's unbelievable. My guess is he was thinking, wow, I can build a house out of just one tree. (laughs) I don't think so. I mean, look at the size of these things. But we did find out there's all these little uh, stands around the meadow explaining how it used to be down there, and there used to be cabins circling that meadow. Mm -hmm. Just People owned them, and then eventually the Park Service bought the land, the private land, and turned it into the National Park. But people did just go there. I don't know how they got there. I don't either, how they got up and down that mountain. I know. When well, we have God. a super truck, yeah. and it was tough. Well. So, But well worth it. Well, well worth, worth it, it you guys. Go yeah. check out the photos. They're, it's so good. So here we are in the San Bernardino National Forest. Fire-prone, evidently. And the, uh, apparently fire all around us, but... Uh, Bob's brother, Peter, used to live up here for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hopefully tomorrow uh, drive over and see his old house. And I know when he lived here, there were fires. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to mention, too, that on on our trip out, we used playlists a lot, you know, for various parts of the country where we are. We like to have a playlist of cool music. But what else did we listen to, Oh, we listened to the great book by uh, Larry McMurtry, uh, Lonesome Dove. Oh! 36 hours of <laughs> pure joy. Oh, my gosh, you guys. What a book. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. oh so good. Narrated by Lee Horsley, the old actor. But, wow, if you, uh, if you like audiobooks while you're traveling, I this highly recommend this one. This'll, we have it's a long trip. It's got cowboys and whores. <laughs> cowboys and whores looking for a poke. <laughs> it was great. It was just great. Yeah, so Bob also then was able to... Uh, find some super way of getting the actual miniseries from the 80s, from like 1984 We got into a place where we could get a signal and stars, the app and the uh, cable channel, whatever it is, they own the rights to that, so I downloaded the miniseries. Oh, you guys, Robert Duvall. Four-part series. <gasps> Robert Duvall and Tommy Lee Jones. and oh, It was great. came man. out in 1988. I didn't see it when is it came it out. Was? Yeah. So uh, it, it was it's pretty beautiful. darn good. It's beautiful. It just really made us feel that Western feel, especially having just read the book. Uh, listened to the book. Well, I, okay. Well, we listened to someone else read it to us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but so good. So for road trips, you know, we like to listen to some good books and recommend them. We also listened to Louis L'Amour, uh, Hondo. Mm-hmm. My dad was a big fan of Louis L'Amour, and so I thought, well, let's download a another western while we're out here and it was really good it was it wasn't it wasn't uh lonesome dove lonesome dove and it's larry mcmurtry what a writer it's a pulitzer prize winning book you can tell it's incredible so if you haven't read it read it then watch the miniseries and then come out here how yes. about that great idea yay all right well we're uh, gonna sign off for now because uh we are <laughs> I'm a little at... worried about the fire well we'll go check see if <laughs> okay. it's okay yeah if uh, you don't hear from us again, that means <laughs> we've been consumed. No. All right. <laughs> well, thank we're you guys. Great, we're in great shape here. Thank honey. you guys for all listening. Right. Tell your friends. And where do you uh, where do you go to find out all about our journeys, honey? You go to JuneBugJourneys.com. dot <laughs> com.